Welcome to Deeper Dive. I'm your host, Jay Wald, and this is episode 37. And this is a podcast presented by Plantation SCA Church. And I'm also with a co-host. She's the best in the world. She breaks everything complete. Her name is Dawn. Hey, Joe. How are you? <laughs> how are you doing, sweetie? How's your day going? Um, so far, so good. All right. That's good. That's good. Well, we have the, well, I can actually call him the one now because you heard his sermon. Oof. I know. It was very powerful. Yeah, it was on, it was on fire. But uh, I, I have a, I think I have a new title for his sermon, but I'll talk about that a little later. A new title? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, we, we have the one he gave, but I'm, I'm okay. the one that we're going to have for Deeper Dive. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're doing that though. <laughs> Oh, I get it. What you don't have a nickname on. for him, Joe? You don't have a um, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not, not yet. yet. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I was about to say Ivy guy, but I don't know. Not yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> not yet. Uh, not right, I got one coming. It's got. It's got to stick. Yeah, it's got to stick. Got to stick. Yeah, it's got to stick. Real. Yeah, but uh, I want to thank all our podcast listeners for taking the time out mm. uh, today uh, to listen to our podcast and all the ones that's been continuing to listen. Uh, any questions, concerns you may have, please. Send it to via WhatsApp, 954-388-8780. And before I finish, Don, I really think we should use that as a church number. <laughs> really? Um, that number gets used well, a lot. This is right here. That number gets like used a lot. That recommendation. Okay. We have to send it up to the board. I tell All you. Right. Not a problem. <laughs> and at this time, we want to welcome our pastor, Kevin McCoy. Welcome, brother. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me, Don J. Wall. Thank you very much. You're most welcome, sir. It's, it's just so wonderful to have you here and your family and everything. And um, today, I, I just got to let you know, man, before we get into prayer, that was a dynamic sermon. Mm. That was just dynamic. Great. I just wish there was more people to hear it. I'm, I'm sure online they did, but I'm talking about as far as capacity in the church. Mm. Yeah, really. I mean, forget the uh, you know, six feet apart and everything. It, it, it needed to be jam-packed in there today. <laughs> really, honest and truly. But before we move on, let's go ahead and get a word of prayer. Mm. Father God, we want to thank you once again for the Sabbath day. Lord, we commemorate 20 years, uh, the day that it was lived in infamy. Mm. A day that a lot, a lot of lives were lost. And Lord, we know that each and every day, families are still having this post-traumatic stress and whatever they may have because of that unfaithful day. But Lord, you know that you still sit on high. You know, Lord, that you knew that all this was going to happen, but most of all, you not not tell us to worry about that. You tell us to trust in you. That's what's important. Mm -hmm. Because when everything is all said and done, your word will stand. And Lord, we want to thank you. Continue to bless this podcast, the host, the hostesses, and the other body that makes this work in your name. Amen. 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 Righty. Well done. Okay. Uh, so you like this title we had? You, you like go, this title? You go, you go with your You title. like this title? What's the new title. The I don't title? mind the title, Joe. It's just okay. the, what's your just, title? That's what I love, Don. I just love Don. <laughs> <laughs> the title should be called Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> Okay. Really? That's that's just it. Yeah. It should be called sprinkles. sprinkles. That's it. Yeah. 
it's it's, you know? it's 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 very it's very cute it's very nice it's cute. Yeah. it reminds me of it, it, yeah. you know you know they, they had the cupcakes and stuff yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the geico commercial you know the guys the rap group you know it says sprinkles you know <laughs> you know and, or you get it on your donuts or whatever you know but it was just because what, <laughs> the reason why i was so I, I put that in there is because at the last five minutes she kept talking about sewing the seed just spread it out just you know, back in the day, you used to have the big bag and it just sprinkles, just sprinkle out. And that's the first thing you know. You know how comical I am. I just that just came out like wow. Sprinkles, yeah. It should be called yeah. sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> but on a more more serious note, the actual title, <laughs> the 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 profligate sore of the yeah. precious seed. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. This is uh continuing on the Kingdom Life series. Look, this is number five. Number seven. 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 Yeah, seven. Ah, I got stuck back too. Ain't that something? And <laughs> yeah. of course, this one. <laughs> and of course, this one is the gospel kingdom. Right. Mm-hmm. right. We're doing that. Okay. Good. So let me jump right in. Just quickly, right here. Now you got Jesus Christ. He's what about to go on the shore. I mean, to see. Mm-hmm. He's about he, the crowd. Of course, everywhere is probably in the thousands for him. And then all of a sudden, he has to get on a boat. And the crowd, the multitude stays on the shore. You know, I'm talking about, I could just, I could just imagine electricity that was there. Um, and then he starts talking in parables. Before we go any further, did he talk to the crowd in parables because of the fact that the disciples already knew the mystery of the kingdom? That was my first question. Right. Um, so in, in, in uh, so the, the first parable, which, we, which I spoke about today, Mm-hmm. It's really a parable about parables, right? <laughs> right, mm-hmm. um, and that's about how how Jesus's ministry was going. Because mm-hmm. chapter twelve, we find that some people were accusing Jesus of being working under Satan's power, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He was working for Belzebub um, because he was casting out demons. He was giving sight. He was giving, and so there was rejection and opposition towards Jesus's ministry, and. He's going on this long discourse now about talking about the kingdom using parables. And the first parable was to give a picture of how people are responding to his ministry. Um, And so the disciples ask him, why are you teaching parables? And Jesus quotes, I think, Isaiah and saying, you know, when I speak in parables, um, some won't hear, some won't understand. Um, Mm -hmm. um, But the idea is Jesus was, was saying that if they listen, if they really pay attention and listen, and that's why he used, you know, he kind of framed the, the parable around, listen, who has ears, let them listen. Yeah. Um, Jesus wasn't hide, most necessarily hiding anything because he didn't want them to hear and be healed and be saved. But he was saying to them, they need to really listen again to what he's saying because they are not listening to him correctly. He's right. not the son of Belzebub. Bel- 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 he's not working for Satan. Um, if, if, if he was working for Satan, then his, he was, he'd be tearing down his, his own kingdom mm-hmm. because the he kingdom would. can't fight against his own self and stand. So mm-hmm. he was really calling them again to really take a second look at who he is and what he's doing so that they can really, really pay attention and, and really be healed and really find. Yeah, so Jesus wasn't trying to shut them out in, in any way. He was actually okay. calling them to listen again, listen anew. Come again, look at my, take a second look, because if you're really rejecting the gospel of the kingdom, if you're rejecting me, then there's no other way for you to be saved. There's no other way for you to really come into God's kingdom. So he's calling them to get to take another look, take a second look. I got you. 
Yeah. Okay. Thank so you. you. You spoke about Jesus being, you identified that Jesus was the sower. Right. So as he throws out his seeds, why do you think as Jesus is the son of God, he knows the beginning from the end. Yeah. Why would he just throw his seeds out? Because he knows that some of them are going to die. Some of them are mm. going to, they're not going to take this message to the world. They're going to use it for their own means. And then they're just going to shrivel up and die. There's mm. only a small portion that is going to actually hear the gospel and actually be fruitful. Mm-hmm. Why throw the seeds all over the place? Right, because would so, he be kind of like a, a kind of like um, he doesn't understand the whole process because he wasn't right. actually planting them like when we see people planting in a field. Yeah, planting yeah. properly, making sure mm-hmm. it has all the right things that it needs. Yeah, why just throw it anywhere? Right. Um, so in in Jesus in Matthew's gospel. Um, this, the, the, the point for judging right and wrong is actually how they, how they accept the word of God. Mm-hmm. I think it's in Matthew 7, Jesus says, if you hear my words and keep them, you are like the one who builds your house upon a sand. Yeah. On the rock, right? You build a house upon the rock. And the floods came and the house stood. Mm-hmm. But if you don't take my words and listen to them, you're like the one who builds the house on the sand. You, the, the wind comes, the, 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 the storm comes and blow your house down. So for them to really be judged fairly, and given an opportunity to, to, Jesus had to share the word with everyone, mm. right? I didn't bring in that kind of judgment um, idea in the sermon, but mm. it's, it's, a, it's a feature there where the word is the, is the, the standard for judgment, mm. right? So he couldn't judge someone without them hearing the word before, right? Mm-hmm. He, so he, he needed to give everyone an opportunity to hear the gospel. So that's why... For them, it would in some way be, be shocking to hear that a sower comes out and sows seed like that, like just scatter seed. Seed is precious, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No sower would be, and so the, the, this is how the term profligate coming now because it's, it's just another word for, for wasteful, for reckless, for careless. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to use the alliteration in the sermon title, the profligate sower of precious seeds, you know, it's for the alliteration I used it. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, sowers, sowers wouldn't be so so careless with seeds okay. right yeah. because if you if you look through the bible you see how precious seeds are um remember joseph had to um prepare egypt mm-hmm. um yeah. you know store up this the, the weeds so the seeds so of everything because right through the famine mm-hmm. right because famine was 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 a, a, a regular feature a regular thing and so um they tried to maximize their use of seeds because notice now now land in those days a person, the sower could also be hired or the sower was actually um, renting a land that he's sowing on. Mm-hmm. So if you're a sower and you waste your seed, it means that your retur- from your returns, you'll have to pay tithe, you'll have to pay rent mm-hmm. for the land, you'll have to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to be very careful that you sow the best way, right? Because right. your returns, your profits, your livelihood is dependent on how you use your seed. So you can't afford to be wasteful. Exactly. So to see a sower comes now and, and be wasteful, sowing on the pathway, yeah. pathways are normal things to be beside plots because yeah. those plots are, are, you know, th- those pathways are where the, the, the Romans used to walk and they made their own ways. And yeah, yeah. Right, right. And so even if your plot is beside a path, you, you, you do your best not to 
cast your seeds because it's busy. No plant is going to grow on the, on the pathway. Mm. No plant is going to grow on the rocky soil. No, is gonna, no plant is going to grow in, in the thorns. Mm. So very, very, very carefully, very cautiously, a soul would plant because he know the risk of wasting seed. So when Jesus comes on and says, you know, the sower sows seed and then identifies himself and God as the sowers, you're like, wait. So this man is calling in Gentiles into the family of God. Yes. That would be a problem for, 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 for the Jews. Of course. Right? Mm. Because they don't, want, they, they don't want to mix with the Gentiles. Exactly. Um, if you share the gospel of the kingdom, and that's why Jesus said in one, in one, one time that um, don't waste your, your pearls to pigs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a part that I could have brought into, but it's, it's one sermon. I can't bring everything. Yeah, you can't, right. Yeah, of course. Um, there are ways that Jesus showed that it was a part of God's love that Jesus shared the message with everyone, mm-hmm. right? Because his kingdom is a kingdom that brings in everyone into God's family, mm-hmm. everyone. Immediately um, before chapter 13, at the end of chapter 12, um, some people come to him when he, some, his brothers and sisters come to him when he's preaching and he says, listen, who is my brother and sister? Yeah. You know who they are? You, the ones who are listening, it's more mm-hmm. important to listen to the word of God than to me going with my family, someone who don't even believe in me. Mm. Right? So Jesus is making the point that it's not, it's, not, it's not wasting the words. It might fall on some deaf ears, but they still have to hear because they will be judged by the word that is preached. Yeah. Wow. So he, ha- he really had to share the word with everyone. Jew, Gentile, elite, outcast, everybody. Right. So he wasn't yeah. being wasteful. Some would think that a, um, a sore in that way would be wasteful, but Jesus was being really gracious in inviting mm-hmm. everybody into the family of God. So if we think about that in our lives today, yeah. um, we are Adventist and mm-hmm. we are supposed to share the gospel with everyone yeah. around us. Uh, We go to work or we go about our business and we Uh have our neighbors in our complex, Mm -hmm. wherever we live. And we don't say that, well, we're going to church and, you know, let me share the gospel. Yeah. How do we practically do that? I mean, we may look at our neighbors as uh, if I said something to, to them, they might think I'm weird. Mm -hmm. If I really tell them what's really, what I'm really doing every time I go to church, you know, because it's a, different day maybe you think you know let's not associate with them but from your sermon you're telling us we need to just go out and just talk indiscriminately and not think about who these people are how do we do that that i mean that that is a difficult question and it's yeah yeah (laughs) it's difficult and it's challenging because Mm. i can tell you um sometime and uh Sometimes it's, it's how we go about doing it because um, there, there's some, t- I, I remember once I, I think I, I was driving, I was at a light or something and I could see like someone was breaking down in their car. And I, I don't, I, I was like, I was, you know, like, at the light and you're looking, just looking, mm-hmm. waiting for you for the traffic to come. And I think I saw a little light, she was just breaking down at the, at the steering wheel. And I'm like, that woman needs some hope, right? Yeah. But in that moment, um, I was like, I don't want to be too much. Right. I don't, I don't want to be distractive at the light and stuff. And I was like, somehow I wish, I wished in my heart that I could maybe, and I don't want to drive, I don't want to drive behind her and, and, and make it like yeah, right? Yeah, right? That's kind of yeah. weird, right? <laughs> That's yeah, kind of yeah. weird, right? Right. <laughs> so, but, but, but I knew in that moment that that woman needed the seed of the gospel. 
Mm-hmm. She needed to know that, that it's going to be okay. She, and um, I just thought it was a missed opportunity. And um, somehow I wish I could find, could find a means or a way to just share the gospel with that woman because she was, I, she was obviously s- s- breaking down over something at the steering wheel right at the traffic light. Right. Right. And so that was an opportunity which I had to be creative in some way, which I didn't take. I just didn't take the opportunity because I didn't know how to. Right. Um, But um, we have to find means. We have to find ways to really share the gospel with any and everyone, um, regardless of the circumstance, so that people can really get an opportunity to experience God's grace, find hope, find comfort in Mm. whatever they are going through. And what about COVID? Because we're all in COVID now. People don't really want you to come too close. Yeah. 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 Today would have been great, though. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just letting you know that's (laughs) I know but it's so weird to be able to how do you share with total strangers and you have a mask on or they don't want you to come too close because they're scared you know yeah yeah so what I what I so um I like what I like to do is to break the ice so I love when I go when when I go shopping like the grocery store somewhere I like when people have on their name badge You, you there's something about when someone calls you about your name yeah, yeah. I, and my wife once we go to the, to go to the cashier or something my, my wife starts then she's kind of like my husband does the same exact thing <laughs> like, they look at the name he looks yeah, at the name like, hey how you doing Tracy All right. yeah, and, and, and you're like oh, yeah, too. that's the reaction exactly and that's the reaction you get because the person's like yeah. oh you but, took yeah. time to read yeah. what my name was you know yeah uh, yeah. yeah I know how that and is. sometimes they forgot that their name is there I and know you're right you're shocked yeah. by you know but it also brings a smile and it brings some hope and you're like, yes. have a blessed day. And blessed you call day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That's yeah. how you break the mold. That's how you break yeah, exactly. the mold. Exactly. Exactly. That's how you break it. I do it all the time. Exactly. And they're like, oh, uh, yeah, my name is Susie. Because you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in this nonchalant, like, you know. Because you know, yeah. they're just yeah. going through their day. That's yeah. it. And then you just, you kill it. Oh, man, yeah. uh, I do have a name. Yeah. 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 Let me ask you this question. Okay, now you talk about this good soil. Okay, mm-hmm. you plant the seed, and of course, that's somebody who hears the word and understands the word. Right. That would also, I would imply that to be the disciples. Right, that. right, right. Okay. Now, but you mentioned something about in one of your sermons, the one with the mustard seed. Remember that? Mm-hmm. What's the comparison with that? Because the mustard seed is the smallest, mm-hmm. but it ends up producing the largest garden plant. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to put that, trying to put that together. So, yeah. you know, uh, so this is the first parable in in a series of seed parables in Matthew chapter 13, and you're right to make that connection um, mm-hmm. because there's one also about the wheat and the tears. Yeah, it's going to talk about how the gospel grows and works and stuff. So, um, in terms of the the mustard seed and this parable, um, you know, of, of the seeds, um, you mentioned it. Uh, the, the, the mustard seed, well, sorry, the, um, in this parable, the different soils, the different soils, um, we normally focus on the fact that if I preach and no one answers, mm-hmm. then I can say, okay, it's not my fault. It's because they, they are hard, hear, hard of hearing. It's because they are stiff naked. And sometimes right. we, we say that, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we say that, oh, don't talk to them because it, you know, you know how many times I try talking to that person? I give up on them. I turn around, mm-hmm. I give up on them. Well, the mustard seed says, listen, keep trying because the one small seed you plant, 
mm-hmm. would possibly grow mm-hmm. into something great. So right. that's the connection there. Okay. Right? right. But this parable says that this parable says that yes, there are different responses we receive to the gospel. People respond, respond in different ways, but you still have to share the gospel with them, regardless of how they will respond. Right. It's okay. on them because, as I mentioned earlier, the world will be the, the, the focus or the rule of judgment. And they need to hear the word if they're going to be judged by the word. Our responsibility is to share it with them, right? Because, okay. as I mentioned, there's something about the seed and there's something about the word that even though we think they won't accept it, there's a power and a purpose in the word of God which will do a miraculous work that we sometimes don't know how to happen, right? Because uh-huh. if you look in the story, so in the, in the parable, each, the, the, the seed on each soil grew a little further, right? Yeah. You, have to, you have to look very carefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the pathway, the soil, the, the seed didn't get to take, start growing because the birds took it. Mm-hmm. But look at, the, look at the, 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 um, the, the, the stony ground. Right, mm-hmm. it grew a little more, mm-hmm. but it didn't grow roads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's brief. Right, brief lifespan. But look at the thorns. Matter of fact, it grew up. It got roots. It suggests, mm-hmm. but it didn't get to bear grain because it was choked in the end. You get it right. But look at right. the good soil. The good soil passed the, the the place of you know birds, passed the place of the sun, passed the place of the the, the thorns, and actually produced. So it's showing that. Each soil, there's an increasing potential for the world to succeed. Mm-hmm. From, mm. the, from the pathway to the good soil, the potential for, for grain bearing increases. And that's why the word has a purpose and a power that cannot be thwarted. It will accomplish its purpose, right? So just give the word a chance to do its work and it will accomplish its work. That's kind of what Jesus is saying. You're rejecting me now. But if mm-hmm. you accept the word of the kingdom, you're going to see that you're going to see the difference it makes in your life. That's what he was saying to the Jews, to the Gentiles, to the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Nicodemus did. Mm-hmm. Nicodemus opened himself to the gospel. Right? right. And he moved from being just a Pharisee and a, and a Sanhedrin council member mm-hmm. who was, you know, against Jesus, who claimed he was the Messiah to the point where he came to Jesus at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the dark. So look, look at his progression, right? In, into mm-hmm. the Sabbath. Just as all the seed progressed, he came in the midst of the night in the dark. Then he came in public in mm. defense of Jesus to say, wait, you mm. can't judge him without the losses. You can't judge him without listening to him. You've got to listen to the gospel that he is sharing because what? You're right. I'm right. To in the dark and mm. I know the part of it. But he comes to a point again now when they didn't listen to him, but crucified Jesus. And he said, listen, even though this man is dead, I know he's the Christ. So here's what. I'm going to work with another, another Pharisee, mm-hmm. um, um, Joseph of Amarthia. I, I still can't pronounce that word. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. um, and I'm going to give the spice and he's going to provide the, the, the tomb mm-hmm. for us to really give the son of God a good burial. Right, so what right. we see is that Nicodemus moved from being a secret disciple to being a public disciple. He grew, mm-hmm. the word of God grew in him, taking from a place of unbelief to public expression. And that's how the gospel works. Give it time, give it yeah. time, be patient, and it, you will witness the power of the gospel to change lives. That's pure germination. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. Um, 
let me ask you this. Now you mentioned something. Well, I don't know if you mentioned. I was looking at the, the verse. Now you're talking about the wheat, the weeds, mm -hmm. and the wheat. Okay. Right. Now why couldn't it just went in and cut it up instead of letting it grow together? Okay, so you're jumping into uh, jumping into. I, I get that. So that's that's a, one of the other um, one of the other um, parables in there. Okay, um, I don't want to jump ahead. Huh? I didn't want to jump ahead. I just wanted. To okay, all right, all right. Go ahead. Explanation on that, and the explanation on that. You know why they okay. did not. You know, cut it up. Right. And so um, growing as much as it was growing. Right. So as I mentioned, the word is is the um, basis of of judgment for any and everything. And okay. so the wheat and the tears need to grow together um, for the fruit to be revealed or for the grain to be to mature for to see what was really gonna come at the end, right? Um, okay. Before the, um, before the reaping takes place. So both had to give an opportunity to be fully expressed, to fully reveal itself to, to see what it is, right? Because they are so similar. Right, the weed and yeah. the wheat are so similar. So you might think you're pulling a weed and you pull a, a wheat, right? So right. you really have mm -hmm. to give them opportunity for them to fully grow and and manifest themselves to be what they are. So that's that's a part of um of that in the seed. Yeah, I, yeah, okay. That was just my question: why it wasn't being pulled you right. know, at the right. time? You know, okay. In part of your sermon, you shared um, one of your personal stories about right. the quarterly. Right. Yeah, that's powerful. And you were reading the Gideon Bible. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Can yeah. you expound a little bit on how you were you feeling when everybody looked at you as you really don't have a hope? And this one person decided, you know what, let me just do this. Right, right. So as I mentioned um, sometime before, I, I come from a difficult community, Virtual community. Mm. And, um, most people don't think anybody can you know it's like the saying you know can anything good come out of nazareth, nazareth. It's like the same saying for 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 me right can anything mm -hmm. good come out of central village um and so many people didn't give give um have high hopes for for me and many other young people in the community to think that you know they could be anything else because you grow up on the streets you're running up and down you're playing ball you're doing this you, you know um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, the, the the inner city lifestyle mm -hmm. right but i was working um I didn't even know, I didn't know he was a Seventh Adventist. I didn't know he was an elder of the church, but I was just found myself reading the Bible. And at my lunchtime, I would be reading my Bible, you know, to take a break and read my Bible. And, you know. What made you want to read your Bible and take a break? Right. Go, that's, go, go back to my, to my grandmother and her prayers. Um, mm -hmm. I, I had a sense, a sense that I needed to make a, a change in my life because of all that was happening. And, um, you know, just leaning on, I was just, at that time, I was just leaning on my grandmother's faith, um, her, her practice of, of living, reading her Bible and praying, and I was yeah. myself. And, um, he, you know, I used to hear them talk. I didn't pay much attention to them, you know, you'd be talking because uh, I, found it, I found out that three of them were Seventh day Adventists, well, later on. One was an elder, one was a deacon. And the other was just a member of the church, three guys, because we were, we were groundsmen at, at um, I went at a distribution center. We, you know, we mm. we took we took care of the lawns. We cut mm. the lawns. We mm. you know, mm. clean the compound and stuff like that. Mm. So you know, now I would hear them sometimes talk and talk and they talk about the quarterly and stuff. And I didn't pay any mind, but I was reading my Bible because we mm. hung out at the same place. Mm. And he said to me, "You know, I'm I'm um, I'm, I'm going to give you a quarterly. I'm going to give you a quarterly." Um, and he said it a few times, um, but 
I didn't pay the mind. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he gave me a quarterly and I, I never forget the quarterly. I think it was the third quarter of 2005. Mm. And the quarterly was entitled Christian Life. Mm. Right? And Christian Lifestyle, something like that. And was talking about prayer and changing your life and transformation and all of that. And so he gave me the quarterly. And when I started reading, man, I was like, what? This is good, man. This is good. Mm-hmm. And then now he, he was an elder, but, but his church was uh, in Portland, a far, far parish. And the other guy who was a deacon, he lived in community. So he invited me to church and I went there with him. And that's how I became a member of the Seventh Adventist Church. Um, mm-hmm. But they didn't know anything about me. All they saw was they saw a potential. They saw probably that something good can come from me. So they gave me the quarterly. And mm. But if, if it was someone else in my community, they, I don't think they'll think, oh, give him a quarter because he would read it. You know, I mean, he, 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 there's nothing for him. He, he, he won't come to anything. So don't, don't even pay attention to him. But that guy, he, he, gave, he, he somehow, he saw me reading and he thought, the quarter will be a blessing to him. So let me give it to him. Right? He wasn't picking and choosing. He followed the spirit, gave me a quarterly. And it's what um, erected me to the Seventh Adventist Church. So the, I use this story to say um, some people will, will be hesitant to share the, the, the gospel message with, with someone because of how they look or where they think they're from or, you know. Um, but share it anyway because you never know what the gospel can do. Because the gospel has purpose and the gospel has power that can do something that you never imagined it can do and change somebody you think can't be changed. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Talking about some good seed there, Don. Yeah, yeah. He sprinkled yeah. him nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Did he ever come back to follow up with you and see if you'd read the quarterly or anything? Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, he knew that he knew, he knew that I, I got baptized. In, and oh. a matter of fact, I was at church. No, when I went to preach at um, Covenant the other day, yes. his son wanted to come to church to surprise me. When he oh, came, wow. I wasn't there. And um, he called oh. and said, listen, man, I came by the church, but you weren't there. So his son and I, we, we have a good relationship now. I still have a good awesome. relationship with the, with the, with the elder. Wow. Amen. Awesome. Yeah. Amen. Wow. Yeah. What a product. Good. What a product. So how do we as Christians get over this prejudice of... I will share with this one, but not with that one. How mm. do we get over that? Mm. We have to look at what we look, 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 look. We have to look at our own selves. And that's what I did in the sermon. If someone didn't share the gospel with me, where would I be? That's the kind of question yeah. I have to, we have to ask ourselves. If the gospel wasn't shared with me, if someone wasn't walking alongside me to guide me and encourage me along the way, where would I be? And we have to recognize how important we are in the process of someone being saved. Yes. Right? So that's where it starts. We have to really reflect and see that we didn't do it. We didn't reach this place on our own. And somebody just needs a hand. Yeah. They need a mm-hmm. kind word. They need someone, some, just a simple support system mm-hmm. to you know, be with them so they can really make the final steps in giving themselves to Jesus. That's what it takes sometimes, you know. Just some support, some companionship, some fellowship, and they'll make this set because God is already working on their hearts. Yeah. Uh, right? You know, you know, Don, I, I, I want to interrupt on that. That's the reason why I did the, uh, when I did the offertory today, mm-hmm. I was talking about generosity because 
it's not like I said, not just giving the, the money or giving the gifts or property. It's just giving your time. Mm. And that yes. is major. Right. And that's why I was saying that. Be people being generous, which is considered what Christ did. He lived his generosity. He lived this lifestyle of being generous, of living abundantly, of giving things to people. Mm. And I just wanted to myself that we need to do that more, like this gentleman did for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. He was generous. Yeah, invest a little time. Invest a little time. You never know how that, far. That's 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 the issue that I was making. It's yeah. powerful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's powerful. So you you uh you actually had on you had dreads you had cornrows you, what did you have? Yeah, I had my yeah, <laughs> I had my my plaits and stuff too, man. Yeah, Go ahead, man. I, I had them too, man. Um, right, but that's baby. the power of the gospel. Man. That is the power of the gospel. And that's mm. why, um, so most time we read this parable, we only focus on the interpretation in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. In Matthew chapter 13, where it says that it's a soil as a problem. The problem is the soil. Mm. But we don't focus on the solution to say the word still has power. And that's mm. what I wanted to do today, say, yes, it's true. We understand that some people won't accept the gospel. So um, that doesn't mean we shouldn't share to them. Don't just give up because, okay, they're hard-headed, they're hard-hearted. That's it. I, I tried my best. I didn't do it. And nothing happened. What we have to do is to try again. Yeah. Right. That's what Jesus did. Try again, because he focused not so much on people's response. He focused on the power of the gospel to change lives and the purpose of the gospel to change lives. And he knew that the gospel power would not return to him void. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Because I pulled on the Isaiah text right there to say, as I mentioned earlier, the seed, the lifespan of the seed progressed throughout the parable, right? The lifespan of the seed progressed where on the pathway, on the rocky ground, on the thorny patch to the good soil, the lifespan progressed, right? And the same way, the impact of the gospel will progress when we continue to share it, even if people will not accept it. The impact will, because the seed that was planted, the seed that grew in me, right? Mm-hmm. Was planted years before by my grandmother. <laughs> gotcha. Right. Exactly. So, so mm-hmm. I was at one. I was at one point. Uh, um, I was at one point um, a busy pathway where I did. I was. I was rebelling against my grandmother's word. Nice. I was rebelling. I was rebelling. But the point came when okay, let me listen to grandmother's faith. Um, um, I see what that her faith makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so I became something like a. A rocky ground but after a while i you know oh, okay let me forget the gospel whatever i want to live my own life but then it yeah. comes to a point where i progress now to i become um um a thorny patch where the the the, the 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 you know the gospel was taking a hold of me but somehow i was still resisting it to the point where i came to the point like okay i'm gonna be good soil i'm just gonna give into the power of seed and let it be a fruit in me right mm-hmm. so that's kind of the trajectory i wanted to lift up in the parable yes um there are different type of soils, but the power of the gospel and its purpose to transform from lives will eventually be done. And that's what happened in the parable. Mm. Okay. So this month is all about the word, the right. word God. Right. Yeah. Listening to your whole sermon and how we should still um, talk to people and give God's word to people. What do you say to parents Mm. who try to talk to their teenagers, encourage them to, you know what, 
you need to come to church with us. You need to study with us. We need to have worship together. Who say, no, I don't want to do that. I'm grown now. I am of age. I don't think I want to do that anymore. I don't choose that because that's your faith. That's not my faith. Mm-hmm. How do you now step in to say you need to keep trying for that child to come to know Christ? Right. Um, and that's why it's important to plant the seed early, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if I'm going to apply, I can apply this, this parable to the text in Proverbs, which says, train up a child mm-hmm. in the way they should go. And when they're also, the idea is you plant the seed and, and somehow they will turn away from it. Um, they'll turn away from the gospel, but in the end, because the, somehow the gospel is going to come back to them. Now, in, in Matthew chapter 12, Jesus said, um, the, the, the only sin, no, no, that's not the sin, that's not what he said. He said, the only sin that will not be forgiven is a sin against the Holy Spirit. That's when they call mm-hmm. say that he was a Satan. And yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have to recognize that as parents, that the hope, one thing we have to recognize that hope is not lost, right? Mm-hmm. There's still hope for our children. And what, what would be necessary then when they are rejecting um, this thing as your parents' faith, we, ha- we have to give them an opportunity to experience life and, and hopefully not to, to, in a bad way. Mm-hmm. But it comes to, it, it is always an individual decision, even when it's your own child and you've been teaching them it comes to a point where you have to allow them to experience life and the gospel will somehow take its effect. Again, that's what happened to the prodigal son, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what happened to the prodigal son. It took some time, but he still came back home. So mm-hmm. as parents, um, find means and ways, not just to teach the gospel, but to live the gospel. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so if your child is rebellious, if your child is um, resisting the gospel, what you have to do is to continue to live the gospel in a loving way so that if they fall, you're here to pick them up. They will see that even in the midst of their mess, they have a parent who still loves them in the midst of their rebellion. There's a parent who still loves them. Some way, somehow, the, the love that you are shown to them is going to compel them and bring them back around. That's why the Bible says the love of Christ compels us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Love yeah. is a powerful emotion. It's a powerful action. It's a powerful Pure action. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So when they witness, when they experience that love, um, my grandmother didn't give up on me. My mother didn't give up on me when I was a delinquent child. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if, I, if I felt that I couldn't call on her in my, in my most down, down moments, if mm-hmm. I feel, feel, felt as if I couldn't call on her when I got in trouble, then obviously I would say, okay, then what is your faith for? Um, you know, if, if you can't be there to support me in my difficult times, then I would question, really question your faith. But because I experience the love of God through them constantly supporting me in my down moments, in my up moments, when I'm a, being a good child, when I'm being a bad child, it reminded, and this is, this is what happened for me. When I saw how much my life was going down the wrong road, and I remember, this, I remember the sacrifices that my mother made because my mother was a teenager when she had me. Mm-hmm. She didn't get to graduate high school. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't have a college degree, but I didn't go hungry, right? Mm-hmm. I had a house over my head. Mm-hmm. I had clothes to wear. When I remember how my mother struggled to show love to me and care for me, 
and I saw how I was going in down the wrong path. I said, no, I had to change my life because of my mother. Mm. Really, not just for myself. Mm. I was saying that because my mother was, did so much to give me so much, Mm. it is a shame for her to lose me in, in the most drastic of ways. Yes. And because I, I wouldn't want, to, I wouldn't want to ha- her to experience that pain, I wouldn't want to experience to that tragedy, mm-hmm. I decided, you know, I'm going to give my life to God so that um, I can really honor the sacrifices that my mother had made. So mm-hmm. more than anything else, it was the love of my mother and my grandmother mm-hmm. that caused me to really want to change my life and to give my life to God. Because I saw how much they poured into me, even when I was being a delinquent child. Mm-hmm. So I started with the parents. Love them, your parents, love your children in the good moments. Love them when they're rebellious. Love them when they're bad. Love them when they're good because your love is going to burst through like a seed, Mm. like a gospel seed, and it will have an effect. It will change your lives. That's what happened to me. I remembered how my grandmother suffered. My Mm. mother suffered just to send me to school without a father, Mm. just to put food on the table. And when I was going down the wrong road as a delinquent child, I said, nope. My mother, my mother is making too much sacrifice mm-hmm. for me to cause her so much pain and, and so much problems. So I decided to change my life. Amen. You know, I, I got to commend you for that because there's a lot of kids that continue going down that one road. Yeah, yeah. And your mother stick there to give you that love mm-hmm. in the good and the bad times. You know, um, you know, when I was uh, when I was adopted, you know, I kept wondering when I was rebellious because I thought I was with my real family. Uh, and this family that came and adopted me, they were giving me love. Mm. And I think I said on my testimony, you remember, Don? Yeah. Um, that I said that I was rebellious. Mm. And to this day, I mean, you know, they're post, they're post both deceased. I still thank them. Mm. You know, I still thank them for having that moment because I'm thinking I'm young. I'm not thinking, but the fact that they continue still showing that mm. good love. Oh, now I can say that good seed. Yeah. That yeah. They continue you know, fertilizing it, watering it. Mm-hmm. And hey, that's excellent, bro. Yeah. Look, yeah. look at you now. Yeah. I'm Listen, look at I, you now, I, man. I, I, yeah. Look at me. I tell you this. Um, Kicking and stomping on the on the church pew. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> he was happy, man. Don, this man was happy today, man. I'm, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Because listen, that, 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 that word was for me, man. I'm telling you. I know it was. was because it reminded <laughs> My me wife so was saying, much. look at this brother. My wife was it saying, look at this brother. So what God did for me personally. So um, yeah. it really spoke to my heart, man. That was a sermon for me today because it really reminded me of why I'm here, why I'm doing, why I have this opportunity mm. to live this life, mm. you know, this, this privileged life as a pastor. Um, I don't take it for granted, man. Yeah. Um, mm. I mean, I'm, I'm still going to, I'm still growing into be the best rich top soil. I'm, I'm still growing. I can't Amen, tell you that has been planted in me has grown, right? right? Sometimes the birds still come and take the seed out of me. Sometimes the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the thorns still choke the seed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the, st- the sun still scorch and wither some of the seed, but I'm, I'm, I'm pressing on and I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm going on, man, to be the best soil I can be. Well, yeah. let, me, let me guess, right? I mean, you can't sit there and replace miracle grow. <laughs> I mean, just think about it. I'm thinking about these titles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know Don's like, look at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the title, I, I wanted yeah. to, mm-hmm. the title, as I, what I try to do with my, the parables is, with the title, I try to capture the inner dynamics of the parable. 
right? So yeah. it's, with mustard seed, it was from the smallest to the largest. That's how this mm. mustard seed works. Right. And this parable, it's a wasteful, it's a wasteful sower, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a sower wasting precious seed. Precious seed, right? Yeah. 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 So it's a yeah. That's how it's a dynamic of the parable I used to to capture the title, title mm-hmm. to capture the dynamics of the parable. Yeah. 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 Hey, Let me so, just switch gears go real quick. Go ahead, sweetie. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, now, if we, we looked at the young people, now look at the old people mm-hmm. now. If you have older parents that are not accepting Christ, mm-hmm. as they, no, that's just not for them. How do you still minister to them to show them that God's word is so powerful? Right. Um, so, you have the they, they have you have you have to you have to lean on the power of the gospel, right? And its purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, because as I said, we can get start, we can get discouraged because we think that everyone should we sh- everyone should accept the gospel. Of course, I yeah. it, you should accept it. So exactly. hallelujah, and it's over, right? But the reality is some people will reject it. Right. So what I would say is share the gospel as an invitation share the gospel in a way that suggests that listen you um you may have been at this place in your life but if you allow the word to work in you it can it can truly bring you to the place of acceptance right, right? so as a child and so even before i became a christian for my father i used to pray for my father i wasn't a christian but i was i used to pray for him to to change his life. I used to pray for him to be a better person. Right? Yeah. And um, and uh, that's and that's before he died, right? I, I was mm-hmm. praying for him to make a change in his life, to give his life to God and stuff. Um, as a child, I didn't know much about how to do that or, or whatever. But one thing I, tr- I I trusted and I leaned it on was that that God could change. And, and I didn't, as I said, I wasn't a Christian, but somehow I just believed, right? Mm-hmm. I was just taking the word at, at its at its face value that the yeah. gospel can change life and i was just praying 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 that my father would someday change his life and so for those who are older and and think that okay i've lived my life um without without god i've, I've come to this place without god um you have to ha- ask them to really look back at their lives and think about how they got to some of the most difficult moments of their lives yeah. how did you get to how did you move past some of the challenges of your youth? How did you, how did you manage to provide for me as a child, um, mm. as a single parent? So you, it's, it's bringing them into a moment of reflection. Mm. I to realize that even though they think they don't need God, you can show them along the path of their own life where it was God who was actually bringing them through. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Mm. Showing them and, um, so parents sometimes don't listen to children much, mm. um, you know, because you are the adult. Um, you know best. I was I was on this earth long before you were born. I'm exactly. on a, I brought you here. So yeah. what are yeah. you going to teach me? Yeah, yeah. What are you going to teach me? But Jesus said to. But remember, Jesus and, and Mary, Mary and, and Joseph. Jesus says, "Listen, um, I, I know who you are, Joseph, um, but I know who you are, Mary. But I have to be about my father's the business." Business, mm. right? Um, At thirteen. Right. At 13. <laughs> so children have to be um, trusting in God's word. They have to be faithful. They have to, 
they have to invite their parents into moments of reflection to realize that they haven't made it through life alone. God has always been there with them and that's how they are where they are. Um, so they need to surrender. Yeah, that's mm. all I to say for that. Yeah. Hold on. Yep. So we're gonna make a we're gonna make ourselves a garden today. Yes, go scatter seed. Sprinkles. So you see why I want to use the word sprinkles. Yeah, so so yeah, sprinkles kind of cute, right? You're taking your time. Scatter, scatter is wild, man. You want to go wild. Yeah, you remember I told you that in church. I told you that in church. Scatter. Yeah, scatter the seeds, man. You want to go wild, man. Yeah, I tell you. Well, Pastor, we want to thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. This is a dynamic sermon today. I I saw it in you today. I saw uh, a different side of you today. That was it. Like, yeah, the church. That's why I said the church should have been jam packed. So mm. I'm hoping there was a lot of people online that saw you because I saw something in mm. you. Mm. So I just wanted to say thank you. Let God continue to bless you and your family. Thank you. So and Don is always a pleasure. You always make things great. Sure. <laughs> Let's take it back to the day. You know, stuff like that. I like that <laughs> when you do that. So uh, I want to let the podcasters, listeners know if you want to listen to. Pastor McCoy's sermon, you can go to Plantation SDA uh, YouTube channel or Plantation SDA TV. And of course, be sure to subscribe on our YouTube channel to be notified of upcoming live streams and other programs. In other words, Don, that means they want us to what? Like, like. follow, <laughs> subscribe, <laughs> share. Yeah, we got it. We, we got this, Don. We got it. Yeah. And, and you know, um, I, I found out today that on our YouTube channel re- reached today 5,000. Um, oh, it's yes. 5,000. I was looking at that. 5, yes. Wow. Yes. I was looking at that. I said, awesome. we're there. Amen. Amen That's for right. that, man. Amen for that, though. So thank you. So, Don, I want to thank you. And of course, you know, I'm smiling now because, you know, this is a good month. This is a great month. <laughs> so, before we start this, we're going to ask our pastor to lead us out in a word of prayer. Mm-hmm. Oh God, we thank you so much for the power and the purpose that is in your word, that nothing can stop it from bringing forth an harvest. Mm-hmm. Nothing can stop it from bringing forth a harvest, God. And I, and I thank you that um, it has worked in our lives, in my lives, in my life, in uh, Ms. Dawn's life, in, in Jay Wall's life. And I know that it will work in others' lives once we open ourselves and listen to it. So God, give us listening ears. Mm-hmm. so that your word can do its work in us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Well, excuse All me. Right. Uh, yeah, this is my moment, Pastor. That's so, your you know, moment. You had your, you had your fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have birthdays. Yeah. Very first birthday is a very mm-hmm. special birthday. Mm, special. September the 12th. Oh. September the 12th. Yeah. We have... Um, Abolara, Abolara Paris? How do you spell yeah, that? Yeah, you know Abby. what that is, I right? just know it as Abby. Yeah, Abby. Abby, yeah. Abby she recently Paris. got married. Yeah, she recently yeah, got married. she's not Paris anymore. So happy yeah, birthday to she's her. A married, she's a married one. She is. And Christopher Peter, that's Kevin Peter's brother. He's yeah. in California now. Mm-hmm. It's his birthday as well. And it's Jay Wall's birthday on Who, the 12th. What, what, what? what? Who's that it's guy? your birthday. You mean the sore? <laughs> <laughs> birthday for the 12th, Joseph. Yes, yes. I feel so wonderful. <laughs> okay, let me give the other birthday. So maybe we need yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my moment. Thank you. <laughs> and then September 14th is Michael Adam. 
Yeah, my brother. It is. And Jean Gentonneau. I hope I pronounced his name correctly. I think you did sound, sound really nice. <laughs> and then September 15th is Donovan. Love. That's him. right. Yeah. Oh he's goodness. better. He's feeling better now. I understand. He's he is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And September 18th is Asia Amadeo. That's Jennifer's Amadeo. daughter. And Jennifer was yesterday. And Jennifer was yesterday. <laughs> look yeah. At that. yeah. Look at that. It was good to see her today. I saw her today. Oh, yeah. She came to church. She said she yeah, was. Yeah. She saw her today. Wasn't good. And uh, of course, you know, our executive producer, we have to, you know, Yep, it was her birthday yesterday. Cassandra. That's right. Yeah. Oh, Cassie, Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. Oh. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So we, I told you September is a wonderful month. Mm. So, so how how do, how are we supposed to do this for you now, Joe? Are we supposed hey. to do which version are we supposed to do? Now we got three versions. We got the regular. Yeah, we I got have the Stevie Wonder, and then we Stevie. have the Marilyn Monroe. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, what passage? Mm, I don't know. It sounded back. pretty good for Pastor Jen, but. <laughs> <laughs> she did a good one for Pastor she Jen. Did. Happy, happy birthday! Happy yeah. birthday! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! What hey, version I'm are we gonna, doing for you? I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send it back. I'm gonna send it back. I'm gonna send, I'm gonna lay back and I'm gonna let you guys take over. It is okay. So Pastor McCoy, we have to do a nice little sing song. Hey, okay, for Joe. <laughs> All right, so let's just do a regular version for you. Maybe a little bit of Marilyn Monroe mixed in. Uh, I'm, I'm extraordinary. I'm sorry. No regular. I'm extraordinary. <laughs> okay, here we go. After three. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. A little bit more tempo. Happy birthday. <laughs> Mr. J. Wong. Okay. <laughs> Got a little Merlin going on. <laughs> to you. Yeah. 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 That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I saw a little bit of Merlin in there. <laughs> Mr. J. Wong. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you, Don. I tell you, you are the best. You are the best, Don. You, you, you see, you see, Pastor, why she make this podcast so complete? Exactly. Exactly. This woman much. is awesome. This woman is awesome, man. Well, I want to thank you guys for that. For You're that. Welcome. You're and, welcome. Uh, Have a great Pastor, day when it comes. Yeah. Don't worry. We, um, the lady in the other room has plans. She I'm has just plans. Back. I'm just sitting back. I'm gonna act like I don't know what happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to thank you guys um, for that. And uh, continue on, Pastor. And continue on giving us that great message. Today was Amen. was uh, was was all was um is a start of many, Amen. and you continue being blessed. And we want to put a special prayer out for Armando. I heard he came to church briefly. Oh, he did. Um, yeah, he awesome. came. I think he went yeah, awesome. briefly, and he left. And yeah, it, it's and and then of course you know unfortunate. Uh, but Pastor uh, Jen. Yeah, yeah lost sister. Lost so yeah, keep sister. keep her in prayer. Yeah. Keep her in prayer. And um, because Whole family. Prayer. Yep. Okay. So once again, our podcasters, thank you once again for taking the time out. Remember, any questions, concerns, Lord, go ahead to please leave any type of questions, concerns to uh, 954-388-8780.